What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Whatever Podcast. And today, unfortunately, we do not have a Connor. It's just me and Chris today. Ah, oh, man. Missing Connor today. It's been a while since we've been missing somebody on the show, so... I know. We've been doing good. We've had uh, a... Getting everyone on. We've had a streak, even though the we've had a little technical difficulties in the background getting stuff uploaded but we kind of jokingly said we were gonna take the netflix model and just upload batches of episodes that way you can just yeah and you can binge just binge (laughs) the whatever podcast all week long so be looking out we'll keep it from you (laughs) be looking out for a big drop of yeah whatever whatever podcast episodes coming your way Keeping it scarce. That's right. Keeps the mystery alive. Keeps you coming back for more. No, actually, we've just had some technical difficulties. So we're getting those ironed out, and we'll be, we'll definitely be rolling back to you on a weekly basis. Thank goodness. Yeah, but we're been, uh, we're still here going at it week after week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I've been missing uh, having the podcast going up mostly because of uh, my job. <laughs> I like I like re-listening to them. Yeah, so so I do the same thing. It's like I kind of kick myself. Like I'm tonight. I'm jumping on here to do an episode, but I'm also editing our uh, upload of Electric Entertainment because I've got today. I I try to hit. Every other week, I try to stay on a strict schedule of uploading, and yeah. I'm always trying to get editing done a little bit sooner, but it never works out, so it seems like every <laughs> day that it's due to be uploaded, I'm kind of coming in at, at the end here, trying to get it all pulled together to get it uploaded. That way, selfishly, I can listen to it tomorrow with it all edited, <laughs> with all the tracks included, and... On my commute to work, I can be like, ah, some another episode of Electric Entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it's selfish. Yeah, you kind of just take it as like a like I don't know. It's just like a critiquing yourself, trying to yeah, make how, the next one better. How you get better each time, right? Even though we just kind of get on here and uh, rant, or like on the case of Electric review stuff, it's like. Uh, yeah, you just get on here and don't have really any script to go by. You just kind of chat away, but it it feels like every yeah. time you you listen to that latest episode, you you're like, "Ah, I could probably do that a little bit better, or a little bit different next time." Yeah. I think at some point you're just going to uh, at least me, I'm probably just going to stop listening to it altogether. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least you can I like I've gotten past the kind of weirdness of it well the weirdness but also like i hate listening to myself on oh like yeah because it's just because you have that like picture in your head of like what you sound like yeah and, and it's then like, it's not actually what you sound like because your ears filter it uh, yeah it's kind of sucks at first you got it's a it's something you got to get over like my kids like one of the recent episodes that i did with uh when we were actually over in Cincinnati at a convention, we did some recording back in the hotel room. And that was actually one of the last episodes that was up on electric. Mm -hmm. And Caden was, he was, he went with us and he was, was able to jump on 
the recording of that, he will not listen to it for anything. He's like, I turned it on just to try to play it one time. He's like, no, turn it off. I don't want to listen to that. It's like, but I was that way too. It was like, man, I hate oh, yeah. hearing myself on like it a was video really, camera yeah. or on, on like audio. Yeah. So it's a hump you got to get over. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I when I was younger, when I was doing the like game recordings, oh my gosh, I couldn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you have the younger so voice too. You're like go, you're like your voice is changing, and yeah. Hey, everybody! Yeah. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to the channel. Yeah, Caden told me like one of the because uh, he was going to do like more and more YouTube videos. He's been doing some Twitter or uh, uh, not Twitter uh, TikTok videos that he's been doing of like he collects uh, yeah. he collects action figures and like the NECA figures of a lot of these horror shows that he'll do like pictures with his phone on and then he'll cut them together and put like a video. Well, he wants to do like YouTube review videos, but he's like, I sound like, oh, I'm, that'd five, be cool. I sound like I'm five years old when I do these. I'm like, I'm not uploading. Cause them. you kind of are. <laughs> yeah. You're not much older than that. So yeah. If, if you just do it, you'll get, really good at it and can make something good eventually so yeah getting yeah. getting started at a young needs age to get man. like a little yeah he's get a little table and some lights yeah he actually does like he's got the little setup where he he's built kind of um these little uh what do you call them they uh he's he's got a name for him but he's built these little sets like that and takes really good pictures like i mean realistic like he'll model them just right he'll have multiple figures together and take these images and then he'll cut them like on tiktok you can cut those images together and put them to music or to different like horror mm -hmm. kind of sounds and he's, he does a really good job at it nice that's so pretty cool oh, hey. He uh, has actually, I know, I know you're, um, we've said it before, you're the TikTok viral pro, but <laughs> you got somebody at, nipping at your heels. He's got like, I think like 11,000 views on one of his action figure videos. And that's like huge to him because he's like only got a handful. Oh, that's of, crazy. That's really cool. Yeah. A handful of people following. But for some reason, this video that he posted is getting. TikTok is really good for doing like niche, niche things like that. Yeah. A lot of views, which is cool. So he's excited. So, yeah, we, it, I don't know. It's the creative juices that flow, you know, it's like us doing this right here. It just, it's a lot of work, but you get on and uh, you just start talking about things and it's really enjoyable. It's actually uh, kind of a, stress relief i would say um oh yeah you know you go through Even though the yeah you go through like the day-to-day -day grind and then you get on here and you just kind of get a chance to unwind doing your own thing yeah talk about uh whatever uh hint hint but also the things <laughs> that that has been interesting things that we've been working on or been doing and it, it is a a huge way to just kind of kick back and create something yeah i feel like i think i think shine's happy that i can uh dump all my uh thoughts throughout the week on someone else other than her <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i feel you <laughs> speaking of which 
let's let's kind of talk about that. What's going on? I know one thing that I was interested in because you have sent uh, you've sent me a couple messages of. So, and we've talked a little bit about kind of your new setup oh, yeah. for your sound and whatnot, but man, you've really been hitting the movies hard and have have been hitting some of the big movies that Connor and I have mentioned in the past. So what's going on with Preston? Is this a new man or what? I, I think so. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, checked out Dune this week and I loved it. Um Nice. Yeah, I mean, I've been checking out movies more and more here lately. It's been fun. It's been uh, just like a good, just like cleansing of the just other things that I do for entertainment. So yeah, it's good nice to just have... to sit back on the couch and yeah, good to have a a little variety. I mentioned a couple games that um we had gotten recently that uh, Spider Man and Jurassic World, and I've kind of done the same. I've kind of dabbled a little bit with Caden in uh, the gaming side of stuff. So we're kind of flipping roles here, Preston, a little bit. I, I don't know. It's good. Nice. To, it's good to dabble in some other entertainment avenues than what we typically are normal to just, yeah. just, just doing like I've constantly been the movie guy and now kind of breaking away to do some other yeah. things. Sometimes <laughs> you just need a little bit of a break, you know, it's, you know, it's just really hard to pull me from the video game side of things. So that's just like my thing that I like to do on my off time, like yeah. not having to worry about it. Now I'm kind of making it into a thing where I'm recording. So that kind of, I don't know, it's still fun, but it doesn't feel as like as like a, just a leisurely thing. Let me ask you but, on the recording side and gaming, because I know you're investing a lot of time into that how much how much time do you think one of your episodes you're spending to 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 film it to edit it to get it to where you know it's ready to be uploaded how much how much creative time are you putting into an episode on your on your YouTube channel so in the beginning it was probably at least like 2 or 3 hours or more including everything um but since then, just like having the thing, like all the things that I need already like made and ready to go to kind of just like start putting into the videos as needed. Uh, it's been cut down quite a bit. So all I have to do is just kind of, so like I have the recording set up to where I can have my camera like big and then I shrink it on its own. And so okay. like everything I'm doing is just like very streamlined now. And all I have to do is cut it in certain places and then smash the things I need to put into it. Nice. And just tweak a few things. I mean, it still probably takes like a couple hours all in all for each video, but it's a lot it's a lot easier than it was. Yeah. I, <laughs> now that I got everything figured out. Yeah, I've got I'm probably similar uh to that, depending on the length of the episode for the electric yeah. shows that I'm doing. I I go through and clean a lot of the stuff up within it. So taking out some delay time or taking out too many of the ums just to kind of clean it up a little bit and make it sound a little yeah. more crisp. And then I go sure. through and do a lot of audio cuts of different films we're reviewing, uh, maybe even some of the soundtrack sounds that can kind of incorporate into the episodes just to add some layers to it. So it's about what I'm spending on the audio side to edit and get an episode 
ready to be released. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell a story on myself. <laughs> I went through, this has been a few episodes back, and I was getting rushed just to try to get it, get it ready to go. I got it all cleaned up, ready to upload, and I got it finished, and it was late at night. I was getting ready to, I was like, all right, I got it done. I'm just going to put it out there. I grabbed the raw audio file and put it up on Anchor and sent it out. And I didn't realize it until the next day, like we were just talking about, when I was going back through and listening to the episode, now that it was all cleaned up and ready to go. And it was the raw files. I I was like, oh, no. So, yeah, sometimes you can speed through things and... Uh, you yeah. screw up a little bit, so I've had I've had some of those instances too, where I was scrambling to get it pulled down and then get the cleaned up file uploaded. And it, at one point, it had two files there, and sometimes it can just oh my gosh yeah, <laughs> headache. But yeah, don't rush yeah. it. I guess is my point to that story. Yeah, for sure, rushing can really get you in a pickle. For sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> so. And yes, I had this video that I've uh, recorded like a week ago. Um, and I still haven't had a chance to okay. uh, edit any of it yet. I still have like uh, freaking like uh, technology reviews and stuff like that. And I still want to do my uh, new iPhone 13 video on it. So. So are you got a lot of things you want to do? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Are you planning to like have a regular release on episodes or just as you get them finished up, you get them uploaded? So right now I'm just trying to do at least a week uh, failing at that right now, but that I, I'm not really trying to make myself stick to too hard of a schedule right now with the YouTube thing. Uh, yeah. Mostly just because I don't have, I don't feel like I have the time to make myself do it. I want to do it at least like maybe a couple episodes a month at the yeah. very least, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do every week, to be honest. Okay. Oh, and I got a new uh, setup. I just sent you a picture. Oh, it. okay. Yeah, I seen you just. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like it. Thanks. So yeah, do you have the, the, your lighting that you used? What what kind of lighting do you use for your episodes and the shot you got here? Uh, so I have a spotlight and then I have a skin tone light that's shining on me. Okay. Cool. Gives it a pretty even look and doesn't white you out too much. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. So uh, a couple things I was going to ask you about since... Kind of, we do the Flash Friday stuff too every now and then on the whatever. I mean, we we touched on a little bit the whole situation with Twitter and Elon Musk and the saga that continues with that. Have you been following this much? I have. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on where this is all kind of playing out? the The recent stuff I had seen was. Uh, obviously the, the Twitter shareholders had concerns, but then mm-hmm. with what Elon was kind of trying to leverage and stuff he was talking about selling off, I seen 
a lot of like the mm-hmm. tes- the Tesla shareholders coming out in droves to basically I think some even suing him because of what he how he's handling the situation with Twitter and and how it could impact potentially uh, the Tesla shareholders as well. Yeah, it's just a crazy situation. Um, yeah, the last thing I heard was that the didn't the board decide like aren't taking his uh, his uh, uh, offer of forty eight billion. So they've kind of they've kind of said what they're considering it, but in essence, saying in other avenues, basically, no, it's not it's not going to go through. Um, I've heard kind of mixed thoughts on what he was projecting to kind of what he what he valued each share at, what he planned to buy um, the company with, and what Elon was saying too was he was going to try to take as many shareholders with him as he could legally, uh, and still have um, majority stake in the company. So I I know. Um, uh, Dorsey, at what uh, Jack Dorsey, former CEO of Twitter, had come out and kind of basically kind of bashed the the Twitter board as well, basically saying uh, they should consider it, uh, but also kind of what you hear about the sh- the uh, board members, like none of them r- really even use the platform and. Yeah. Hardly any of them have any shares in Twitter, so it's kind of surprising that that board is made up of members that don't use nor have a whole lot of share or stake in the company, but yet they're the decision makers of the company, which is kind yeah, of that's annoying. Strange, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Whenever you want to, ha- whenever you have an app, you uh, want your at least to the owners to like believe in the app. Yeah, <laughs> like actually you, would use think, it. <laughs> you would think so. I mean, they're the ones making. I feel like that's like the it. best thing Elon brings to Twitter. Yeah, that he's one of the highest users of Twitter. And then <laughs> the thing that he came out to, he like shared the top 10 Twitter accounts by followers. Barack Obama being number one. Elon's on that list. I forget where he ranked, but also uh, Taylor Swift and a few others. He had specifically called out Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber and said, asked the question kind of early on uh, after he had kind of started this saga with Twitter and asked the question, is Twitter dying? Because some of the top followers on Twitter have only put a post on it in like one or two posts in the last six months. So like Taylor Swift has only posted or retweeted a couple times in the last half a year, as well as Justin Bieber. He's had like one tweet in several months. So he's like, these are your top followers and they're not even users of the platform hardly. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but you look at him yeah. and he's like constantly on I'm, I'm like how does this guy even how does this guy <laughs> even work because he's on twitter so much yeah it's crazy i uh stopped using twitter for a long time and then elon and like a few other like youtubers that i watch kind of brought me back to the platform and i'm on it the most out of all of the social media platforms that i have yeah i mean it's, it is a good source of of news but also following 
a lot of interest. Just people that you, that yeah. you have, yeah. Just people that you like to watch. Because you get, <laughs> not only do you get to see kind of what what they're putting out, but you also get to see Twitter's crazy that they're too. Following too. <laughs> Twitter has some crazy stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It 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 is definitely more open than uh, yeah. <laughs> the other social platforms. Even though Elon is is pushing to make it even more open and less um censoring, I guess you could say. Uh but it is very open right censoring now. On yeah. That platform. <laughs> yeah, there's there's it's it's pretty open right now. You got to be careful on Twitter. <laughs> What's some of the I don't even know Reddit though. Ask. Reddit's Reddit's my top. <laughs> I don't even know if I should ask though on Twitter. What is some oh. of the craziest things you've seen on it? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Not disclosing that information. Uh, this isn't your mom's house. <laughs> yeah. Is you ever listen to them? I don't think so. I don't think so. Really? They're no. one of my favorite podcasts. Okay. They're what really got me into wanting to do one. You well, check them out. It's marked, uh, so it's marked, usually it's Connor on here, though, giving us the explicit content rating yeah. on the show, but I was going to say, we're not marked clean, so I think you're free to free to share, but I, I there is some crazy stuff. I'm not on it a huge amount, um, and what I follow, I don't get, like, weird stuff on it, so my my main things, obviously, recently has been the whole elon and twitter debacle but i follow some other stuff just interesting things like nasa following things like yeah that they put out is interesting to me obviously the politics of stuff you get a lot of interesting tweets and retweets there on the politics side so not a whole lot of weird stuff i guess that i've i've run into let's say like the only reason i really get the weird stuff is just people that you follow just like either looking like liking something commenting on something else and you'll get it in your feed that they uh, interacted with that <laughs> gotcha so this person that you follow likes this so you would probably like it too then right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's how it works the old, the old algorithms and it's yeah. like man they know everything about you isn't it crazy the how scary the algorithm tiktok's are? algorithm is insane that's the most insane one yeah how did how does that even ah, it's crazy i know that there's other companies trying to buy tiktok's algorithm that they use for the website so is the algorithm of tiktok of tiktok was it the same algorithm that it always has been that was created in China or have there been changes to the algorithms within TikTok since it's, it's purchased it's, in the States? It's constantly changing. Okay. Because I think that's mostly why it's so good. It's kind of like, I think they're just constantly feeding it different, more and more information and also just... I guess, you know, permissions I use. And then also okay. the quick scrolling as many videos that you're getting shown. They're going to be, it's not like uh, YouTube, you know, where you are probably watching like a longer form video where you're only seeing like a few like actual creators that you follow. But with TikTok, they're constantly forcing you 
new things all the time, not just things that you follow or like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if it, so if that, you hang out on that video, it's going to pick for a up tad that bit longer. Yeah. It's going to. Yeah. You're interested in that type of stuff. So they'll start feeding you more of that stuff. Right. Yeah. And so it's just it has a way more of a just a plentiful amount of information to pull from you. So it's such a fast paced website. That's crazy. So uh, back to Elon a little bit. So Elon did a TED 2022 interview. I think it was last week um, at the time we record this. But did you get a chance to catch any of that? Uh, No, I have not. I saw some clips. But no, I didn't have a chance to I've, just sit down and listen to it. I've not watched it all. I just caught um, portions of it. And he actually did a recorded interview with the guy that was interviewing him uh, like a day or so earlier because they didn't know if he's going to actually be able to make it to the event. But he was like the headline of this TED 2022 conference. And they did like an hour interview, I think, with him and talked about different things. Obviously, Twitter was number one that they talked through. But then they got into just Tesla. And it was so it was very interesting. You got to if you get a chance, check it out, um, because yeah, what he was will. what he was talking about was the robot that they're they're aggressively working on and how much bigger that will be than the car and how potentially affordable that will be for the household. And this basically has uh, not unlimited capabilities, but you think of the Jetsons and it is a robot in your house helping you out with whatever task you yeah, see fit. That still feels a little too weird for me, to be honest. It feels weird, <laughs> but it's like, it's not that far away. That's not yeah, that far. I, mean, I guess not. No, Cause it's, it's still weird. Because they're like, they're getting, they're, they're, it's like precision now. They're getting the details and stuff worked out with it. And when you hear him talk about it, it's like, yeah, this is revolutionary and um, it's coming soon. And it's like we are just taking the Tesla car that's on wheels and putting it on legs and except smarter <laughs> having. Yeah, having. Yeah. The artificial intelligence that comes along with it. it and, and Tesla is leaps and bounds, I think, ahead of, of that, I would say, as well, with them being one of the biggest companies, him being one of the the richest person in the world. I mean, they've got the capital to put towards this to be the ones that are out in front making this happen in a short amount of time. But it is very weird. It's weird that we're living in this time that that could become a reality very quickly. Are people going to accept that, though? Are people actually going to get robots? I don't. <laughs> some will, you know. I question whether some would would be buying the Tesla vehicle. I mean, they struggled for a while. And then now, obviously, when I went out to uh, California, that's all you've you seen Teslas everywhere. But even now in Indiana, where we live, there's not a day that goes by I don't see a Tesla, which yeah. I never thought would happen in this short amount of time, let alone really never thought it would happen, period, other than like the one-off people that you would see driving them. But there's a lot of people that have those vehicles now. 
and Tesla is is becoming the leader in uh, electric vehicles, and I would say will likely be the leader in home robot equipment. Now we've had robot sweepers, right? But we've never had yeah. <laughs> a walking, possibly talking, communicating with humanoid robot. robot. Yeah, that can do every thing that we potentially could do. What does that make us? Well, yeah, let, let's let's think about that. We can't that. give it a face. <laughs> Even if we don't, it, but like think about everything that they could do that we do. What does that turn us humans into? I mean, just thinking this becomes a reality. You have a robot in every house. What does that do to the humans, the homo sapiens, the the us with with how we live, work, and just normally do things what does it depends. do depends depends you can either get rid of uh repetitive task jobs or uh you know just or if we're just talking like home use gets rid of the need to do tasks like cleaning up you know making dinner even or things like that which just leaves you to do whatever you want whenever you're home from after you get off your job and things like that. Yeah, which those are those are great things. Obviously, I would love that. Um, my yeah. wife would love that. <laughs> we wouldn't have to clean or cook or uh, do the laundry. That is all, another big pain in the the rear. Uh, you can you can pay people to do that, but like what Elon was talking about, those were things that he was describing that this would do even. To the extent of playing catch with your kids outside, which I think yeah. that's going <laughs> too far. I mean, that starts to to step blur into- the lines between like uh, having interaction with yeah. like it's uh, it's kind of taking away time for like family. Whereas you can save it by having it do these other things, so you can spend more time with your family. Yeah, and the other scary- seems a lot more selfish. <laughs> and the other scary thing that he mentioned on that talk was like, you have to have anybody, you have to have it programmed where anybody and everybody who says stop, it stops because that's the fear I think of, of this, this artificial intelligence and these robotic humanoid technologies that potentially could take over mankind um, and not having the capabilities to shut them down or keep them from doing harm to other people. I think that's the biggest, one of the biggest fears, probably I'd say one of the biggest, because there's others, but one of the biggest fears that people have with it, I would say. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like you'd like, is it really that hard to like make something with a like stop switch, you know, like, It'd, I feel like for it to get that way, there had there'd have to be no, like a stop switch or like a like a line that it couldn't cross or something like that. But what? So you got to give it some sort of handicap. Yeah, I guess like uh, encryption and things like that. But but what about that being hacked? Let's talk about Russia or other countries that can unfortunately easily hack into a lot of systems. I, I've got a guy that I work with and 
I've had a similar situation, but recently he had somebody or some something, I guess, taken out credit cards in his name and couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Luckily, they didn't charge anything. They had just taken a bunch out in his name. I had recently had my bank account uh, card hacked into and charges spent on a regular occurrence in a short amount of time. That happened to me too. Yeah. Luckily, in my instance, my bank caught it very fast, was on the phone with them the next morning after the night that there were several purchases that were made. They they put a hold on them. And then when I confirmed that it wasn't me, they stopped them, shut the credit card or the debit card down, and I had to get a new one. But it's like, how easily has it become for people to hack into, like in your case, hacking into your bank account and getting into your information? It's like our information is out yeah. there so everywhere, like all these social platforms we've talked about, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook. We're giving them a lot of information, and you wonder how protected that information really is, really is with yeah. what we give out there. And then you think about how the, the struggles with encryption and hacking and uh, people creating accounts or getting into your uh, live accounts. Another case, my, my mother-in-law, I had to actually work on her phone for a couple days, and I, I couldn't get it. Fix. She ended up having to get a, a different phone. She had gotten hacked into, all of her accounts hacked into, her phone was hacked into, and it basically shut down her data and affected whatever they did in hacking into that, that phone, affected her uh, phone's ability to read the SIM card and actually use uh, the cellular data in the phone. So... Like it was extreme to where it shut down everything. They were in all of her accounts and totally wiped out her phone to, to the point where she had to get a new one. And it's like, if that's that easy to hack into, how easy would it be for a person, a it, it, being in the States or out of the States, most likely out of the States, hack into these robotic machines that we introduce into our house that could maybe be hacked into to, to cause harm to us as people within the house. I, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a risk there, and I'm curious to know what that override would look like or that ability to stop something like that from happening because we're dealing with technology and, and it being connected all the time through data that we use that we know from our experience is easily uh tapped into yeah i think i think us humans got a little too big for our bridges too fast with this whole technology thing <laughs> yeah no that's a good point because i i mean we we think back and it's been no time that we from when the, the inception of the internet to where we are now yeah, versus uh, the rest of human history. Yeah, but even like as you take slices of time, it's like okay, yeah, from the time we created internet to the time we've kind of gotten better at the speeds of data that we can upload, download, and the information that we can easily get to from around the world 
And like the even the technologies over the last five years or even three years with yeah. all of this virtual self-driving reality, yeah, artificial intelligence, self-driving, um, all this just fully uh, th- this fully en- engulfed uh, data that we can just kind of dive ourselves into virtually. Uh, it's just amazing how quickly and rapidly we're advancing in that and what the next three to five years look like as it relates to this topic. I don't even know, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I mean, how, it's, how could you guess? <laughs> but you know it's going mean, to advance leaps and bounds even more, which is, yeah, you're. I can't even kind of fathom what that looks like, I guess, or what that experience is for us. I, I don't think it's like drastically like, totally life-changing but it's different i think and i think yeah the way we work and live and do things changes i mean even with the the worker shortage and some of the tasks that nobody likes to do like you mentioned i mean i think honestly over the next three to five years we have robots probably doing that type of service for us yeah, definitely more automation from repetitive tasks for sure. Like even checking out a, at uh, a store, let's yeah. say Walmart. It's the, it's yeah. Target. It's different nowadays than what it was a few years ago because like you can walk through self checkout stuff. There's nobody there to scan your yeah. stuff, and it's all the technology at the machine. And there's not people. I'm sure there's some that can. I don't even really track. I don't even scan a card anymore. <laughs> I just use my phone. <laughs> yeah, that, it, even that is different. Like you just hold your phone up and pay your bills through the air. Yeah, <laughs> it's really in, like if you tried to go back and explain this to like like with oh, with like our very limited knowledge on how the internet actually works, <laughs> go trying to explain this to someone like a hundred years ago, you'd sound like an absolute insane person. <laughs> Yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah, we send these like imaginary things over, over, and over nothing, over electromagnet uh, like lines to yeah. show up on someone's magic crystal screen, and and it is instantly. I mean, we're communicating here by air, Preston, and it's instantly. And there are millions, billions, trillions of data points just just constantly moving through our air and it's amazing how all of that connects and interacts and there's there's no it boggles my mind living in it now <laughs> let alone going back in time 10 years ago and saying hey look this is what this is going to be like they'd be like yeah you're crazy uh, yeah <laughs> yeah no kidding so uh, think about that 5 years out from now of of us talking about this now five ten years out, <laughs> what it's going to be like when they with what we experience because we're going to be yeah we're going to be like the same hey, thing we're we like, had no idea <laughs> there's no way that could have happened no way yeah it's crazy you know what's crazy about this uh, conversation that we're having right now what's that it's on four twenty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right four twenty. Of 2022. (laughs) 
that was a that was a good uh that was a good uh coincidence there where are we recording this at 4 20 p.m no uh. <laughs> oh man well yeah. speaking of going into the future uh how do you like the movie dune i i love the movie dune you've not seen the original e- either have no. you yeah because no, this I've was your first you haven't yeah i haven't read the book i know connor's read the book i, I didn't read the book i watched the original watched the new one and uh wow I mean, I like the original, but obviously with the technologies we had, tech, yeah. yeah, the yeah. they did a good job with what they could work with. But to look at the visuals on this movie, was this awesome. new movie, wow, yeah, and and no wonder it was in line for all the oscars at the academy oh yeah as, as i was watching this i was like oh man it really did deserve these <laughs> yeah that's why connor and i were struggling like when we went through the oscar episode it was like yeah yeah dune oh yeah dune <laughs> but it's like how can dune win all these well because it's uh yeah because it's a good movie oh yeah it was, it was really good quite honestly one of the best movies i've seen in a while yeah did what did you watch it on what do you mean like uh what was it what was it did you stream it oh yeah i streamed it okay so how was was it a 4k quality stream yeah because that's what i'm curious about so i i with uh electric entertainment we do like ryan and i are huge physical media collectors so when you watch a 4k disc you get you get 4K quality. You're not streaming any of that data. The data's right there. What I've I've noticed with um, my service, like when I stream movies and it's supposed to be a 4K quality, the the image quality reduces to allow uh, the the need for it to continuously play and not buffer. So I never hmm. get a true 4K image with the internet service levels and the download speed restrictions that i have so that's part of the problem with a lot of people in some of the streaming that they do they never get that true 4k crisp image um and with dune that really made it was was, yeah it was stunning like uh, i've never had any buffering issues as long as i've ever lived here in the city that i lived in or live in right now that's good but you're on like high speed fiber network right yeah 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 that's the problem i i really hope when we talk looking out the next three to five years i really really hope that this broadband issue in rural areas that we've talked over and over again because the the reality is everything is reliant upon good strong fast good internet internet data service yeah and if we, it's just getting ignored in large places. Yeah, and it can't be because That's life, how the world is now. Life requires it, and it almost is a utility need for families. No, just yeah. like your, like it sounds like crazy to say this, like, but not really because it is like having your electric bill or your water bill, or it's just a, become such an ingrained part of life yeah. to go to school and like all that stuff. Yeah. So I hope when we think about the next few years that that issue is solved. 
it's got to get solved legislatively, funding-wise, but also the companies I, I, the companies that provide these services have services to set the game up. Have it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got to feel st- like it's in their best interest to uh, to do that. It you would think, but then in some areas it's like struggle to get like I, we've got a fiber that in and you guys know I struggle with internet here because of some of the shows that we've done. I've gotten either kicked off or my I've got to cut out video <laughs> because of the challenges that I have, but I'm I'm limited with the availability of service period so the service i get is poor service but it's the only service you know, that is you, as good as you I know what you need you know i need, need chris i need the starlink Starlight, hers Starlight, <laughs> starlink yes i need elon starlink. to look me up <laughs> elon <laughs> we need a sponsorship for starlink on the whatever podcast so that way we can uh, really give you a good solid review on our show and i can have good solid internet I agree. I've looked at the wait list for that. It's the end of 2023. Uh, but I mean, that's probably quicker than the way you're going to get fiber internet. <laughs> well, so where I was going with that too, was we had fiber run uh, north to the first intersection before you get to our subdivision. And they ran east towards uh, Crane Naval Base has a kind of testing mm-hmm. area site out where I live, they ran east out to that crane area and didn't continue the line north. Uh, so it was like you could have you could have gotten, I think there's probably 25 houses out here that are all under the same struggles that I'm with that are all using the same service that I'm on that would switch over to them and you would you would have 25 more customers every single month on your fiber network. If you would have just ran a few more hundred feet of line and allowed uh, connectivity into the houses in the subdivision, I don't understand that. It's it like, makes no sense. It's don't like you want right money? <laughs> yeah, you're right there. You could have easily had more customers. So uh, yeah, frustrating. But maybe they will. And my hope is over the next few years that all these rural areas, a reality, yeah, that are struggling will get good solid internet. It's needed. I can only hope. Yeah. But I think that is all we have for this episode. Yeah. So just kind of rambled a lot about a lot of uh, heavy topics, though. So <laughs> I would say the only thing left um, that we didn't cover, uh, but another saga going on in the courtroom is the De- Johnny Depp case. Oh, that yeah. Is happening. So yeah. Johnny's Johnny trying Depp, to Depp. fight for. He- uh, this defamation he, uh, case. He won. Oh, is it done? It's done. He won. Oh, you're filling me in. I've not seen the latest. Yep. He uh, beat the case. Nice. I know. Yeah, it was. I had seen a lot it's, of people. It's been a long time. Yeah, years time finally. Coming. Yeah, years finally. So good to hear because I think a lot of people said that, uh, what was her name? Amber Heard. Amber Heard, yep. yeah, was just a lot of craziness wrapped oh, up yeah. there. So good to hear, <laughs> yeah. So you filled me in. There's the latest. That's the latest Flash Friday news. As that's you your hear Flash it. Friday, yeah. As you hear it here, because um, that's got to be fresh. So so fresh, I didn't know about it. Right out the oven. <laughs> nice. 
All right, so yeah, that's it. We are at a wrap. We're glad you could hang with us for uh, the last 45 minutes or so, and hopefully next episode we got our third oh, third part. I give Dune. Oh, all right, I yeah, give, what do you give it? I give Dune uh, nine and a half worms out of ten worms. Ah, I like it. I like it. So we're going to have to do – all right, so we're – listeners, we're working on a show. Bear with us as we try to get this pulled together. But since Preston is up in his game on the movies, Ryan, my co-host on Electric Entertainment, we've been deferring a show to bring Preston on as a guest, but our timing has not Crossed aligned very well. So be on the lookout for another episode, because you've done one with me, but not with me uh-huh. and Ryan. So be on the lookout to get for over there more. a future episode. I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's a surprise, but it will be a good one to have Preston on with us. So be looking for that and check us out on Electric Entertainment because uh, just like Preston rated Dune, we have our uh, unique rating system for movies, but also on Letterboxd, Ryan's crunching away every week on getting reviews out for movies. I'm going to have to get... I don't know if he's watched Dune, to be honest with you. I'm going to have to what? see if he he's watched to. it, and then he's going to have to watch it if he hasn't and do a letterbox review and see how many worms he would rate the movie at. So. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Until next time, we will catch you on the next episode of Whatever Podcast. Peace. Peace.